Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the tree is, is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you here? You we always look forward to that week because it was always intense. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys in the show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more, and even NFL preseason. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, guys, welcome to the first ever our betting show, or the Chief Concerns betting show. Um, so, you know, obviously, if you guys have been following along this week, it's been a really busy week for the channel, uh, doing a lot of stuff. It's the most amount of content we've pushed out. Um, and yeah, it's going to continue all season long. So, Again, we thank for everyone's support and engagement over the last uh, this last week, and it's only going to continue to go, grow. The Bleacher Report stuff this week, we're just going to continue to rock. Um, JD may stop by, but um, yeah, so I uh, got myself, Marcus Dash, and we have my brother, Tasia Dash. Today, we're going to do a little dive in on betting. So it's going to be a show where we pick the best top five bets to build your five-leg same-game parlay for the Chiefs-Jaguars game. We just felt that there's so much betting content out there when I talk when it comes to NFL that there's people who don't really cover the team and they talk about bets with that team and like obviously looking at trends. But we know this team probably better than you know people who watch the show, watch the channel. We all know the Chiefs, and I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about everybody who's involved in the Chiefs community uh, knows the Chiefs well. So we all know the best ones to go with. And yeah, so before we get into that, um, that uh, on the below we have a uh, Picket. It's a Picket sports betting app. Um, it's not a shameless plug here. You guys will actually enjoy this. Um, link in the description. So pretty much what you guys do is you guys click that link, uh, type in the, the, the promo code Chiefs. You'll either get three, $3 or $100, and you can PayPal that, uh, Venmo that to yourself. And it's a really cool app because it kind of links um, all your kind of your sports betting. So you do DraftKings, FanDuel, all that stuff. It literally links all of that. So it shows all of your analytics, all of the, the, your trends, um, how much you bet on a specific team, how much you bet on a specific sport. It tells you all that stuff. So it's a lot of a lot of analytics in there. A little, little too much for me, but it's a nice place to go. And if you do bet on FanDuel and DraftKings, you have one central spot for all that. So again, that's Picket, promo code Chiefs. It's a really solid one. But anyway, Tasia, it's glad, we're glad to have you on. I know you do the post-game show with us. Um, but yeah, now we got a betting show on the Chief Concerns channel. Excited. Um, it's, it's going to be a good one. Um, that could be a long episode. We're going to get right into our top five bets for the weekend. I have my five. I did my little due diligence and my my data on why I chose that. And I'm sure Tasia did as well. Uh, so, Tasia, let's get into the this game this weekend. And we actually have a special guest. We didn't think he was going to pop on, and I think he's going to hop on. But uh, our guy, Jason. Oh. 
<laughs> What's up, fellas? What's going on? How y'all doing? Doing good, yeah, JD. I, I didn't know you were gonna hop in, JD. Yeah, yeah, man. I, you know, I was uh, I was moseying on as fast as I could to uh, to make sure I got my my you know my my family, my nephew, all put together. You know, so he's doing well. Uh, but yeah, man, I kind of figured I'd come out here and learn a little bit more about all of this whole process and who's a better person to ask than Tasia, right? Hey, <laughs> hey, here we are. Yeah, yeah. Tasia, man, how you been doing, brother? Good man, good, good to finally meet you um, through the show. There you yes, go. I know it. I know it. Awesome. You know, I can't wait to do it in person. You know, me and when me and Marcus uh, we met, it was it was it was so surreal because it's like, wait a minute, hold on, we we never met in person. It was two years, two years doing this. Uh, you know, on the uh, the whole stream and all of you know, just talking. Sure. And it was such a such a, a wonderful moment. Such it's weird, right? Because you have the facial recognition and yeah. that familiarity, but then you don't like have like the live part, right? Right, right. You so, know, I had, yeah. to, I had to touch his face and like, man, is he? Is, are you real? Is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was a it was a nice embrace. Uh, I remember it was a surreal moment because obviously I was JD I'm JD's fan. So like seeing him and like after two years of like becoming friends, going from that fan friendship relationship to like the friendship that we have, it was just it was it was. It was a crazy cool moment. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. From fanship to friendship. There you go. There you go. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we're going to go into the, the five bets. Um, so and it, it's great to have JD here because JD can actually talk to – he can hear what like the prop bet is that we think is going to happen. And JD can talk about from the, the player's point of view and the coach's point of view of why he thinks that that has legitimacy um, on, on Sunday. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, Tasia, I want you to go out with your five uh, bets, uh, your five props for your same game parlay, and then I'll uh, throw my five in there, and we'll see what JD thinks about uh, okay about so we'll five five, and then you go five, and then JD will will, will point out what he thinks um, what, what he thinks about your uh, okay. your bet there. All right, we'll start with uh, start with the Jags. Okay, so um, I like Kirk to have uh, Christian Kirk to have four or more catches or um, or forty plus yards, whatever you can get it at. Um, I just like Kirk this week, pretty much. Uh, whichever you feel comfortable with, maybe both of you want to go nuts. Um, I read that Doug Peterson say that Kirk thrives against man coverage. And guess what coverage we primarily run? Um, after a one-catch game, I expect him to take an extra effort to get him even more involved. So I'm going to go four catches or 40-plus yards, whichever you guys want to do. I'm going to probably gonna go four catches, though. Um Number two, I'm going to say uh, I know the popular Mahomes bets probably yardage. I'm going to guess Marcus probably did that, but if not, the one I like, um, I like 20 yards uh, or more rushing from him. Actually, uh, he ran six times for 45 against the Lions, kind of because he had to. He was taking what he can get. Um, Richardson ran 10 times for 40 yards against Jacksonville last week, and in the regular season versus Jacksonville last year, Mahomes ran seven for 39. Uh, did not run that much in the playoff game, as you guys remember, he got hurt. So he still ran for eight yards in that game, even though he did was you know gimpy. Um, so I'm going to go uh, over 20 yards for that one. And then, not a lot of stats behind this one. It's more of just a, uh, I just got a feeling it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Sky Moore. I'm going to go with either three catches or 25 yards. And then I'm going to go 25 yards. Going to be mine. Um, I think Andy goes right back to his receivers that struggled last week. Um, I don't think he wants to let those 
just dis- the discouragement kind of linger along with his receivers. I think he'll go right back to him. I think we'll get him a lot more involved in the short stuff. A uh, few plays at the line of scrimmage, having to have some yak. Um, I think he'll get 25 or more yards and on Sunday. I'm going to go. So I went over with Kirk. I'm going to go under six and a six and a half catches for Ridley. Um, he had eight last week. So for Vegas to be offering over six and a half at plus 145 seems a little trappy to me. Um, I think Lawrence, Lawrence spreads it around a little more this week. I think he gets Kirk involved. I think you're going to see other guys catch, you know, three, four balls each. Um, I just don't think uh, Ridley gets to the same number he got last week, which is eight. So uh, I think he catches personally six on the dot. So we'll be sweating for that seventh catch until it, you know, it doesn't happen. Uh, lastly, I'm going to go away from players. I'll go to just the point total. Um, the actual over-under was 51. Now it's 51 and a half. I'm going um, – I'm going to buy it down to 50 and a half and take the over. Um, the only game in the 50s this week that's listed currently. Uh, it should scare a lot of people probably. I see either 30 or 21 or a 27-24 game, which put us right at 50 on the dot. Interesting. Hmm. 51 on the dot, sorry. So I'm going over 50 and a half. Um, I did a five-teamer. So to recap, over 50 and a half, over-under – Sky to get 25 and 25 receiving or more. Mahomes to run for over 20 and a half. Kirk to catch four balls. Um, Ridley to catch under six and a half. 25 wins you 300. On the dot, on the nose? Yeah. Interesting. It's pretty good. I mean, I on our show this week, we talked about how we think Evan Ingram was going to be one of the guys to step up from that. Um, so we, we, we do think there's going to be a break from the kind of the, the, the Calvin Ridley focus. And we, that probably might be part of the focus on our defense this week is ca- stopping Calvin Ridley and making the other guys step up. But JD, what do you think about um, some of the numbers that Tasha has here for uh, the best this weekend? Uh, to be honest with you, I think they are pretty good bets. Um, I think you're pretty spot on on, on every single one of them. Uh, and you made a, a great point as far as with uh, Christian Kirk, uh, you know, where he just didn't get a, look, a lot of looks. He had three targets last week. Uh, and so we're talking about Zay Jones and obviously Calvin Ridley did a, a tremendous job. Uh, but especially against our defense, I think our matchup is going to be more so in the middle. That's that's where you want to probably attack uh, is the linebackers and probably the safeties. And, you know, Christian Kirk does a good job of just kind of getting in those windows, those small areas, uh, which – I wouldn't say Bolton necessarily struggles with, but I, the way that that Spags uh, schemes the defense uh, with Trevor Lawrence, I think those are going to open up the holes right probably in the middle. So uh, Christian Kirk, not saying he's going to have a lot of a lot of yards, but he will have a lot of catches. I think you know just kind of you know dinking dunks, six, seven, maybe get a twelve yarder here and there, but nothing explosive. I don't think he's going to do anything other than that. But he he's going to be one of the guys they'll probably look at to try to move the chains a little bit this week. So that's a good bet with that one. Uh, let me see the the Calvin Ridley under six. Okay, I definitely six and a half. Sorry, six and a half. Okay, so uh, six, six, six. Uh, which I, I do believe. I think uh, you know Spaz is going to definitely challenge the, the the corners to get on Calvin a little bit, uh, and and a lot of that just has to go into. Uh, well, look, we know this guy has a lot of talent, and if you're thinking about stopping the Jags and you got the new machine, the brand new weapon. This is the guy we can't let it beat, you know, beat us. And so I think that's a, that's a really, really safe bet. Zay Jones to me is like one of those underrated receivers. As a matter of fact, when he left from uh, from the Raiders, I wanted to get him with the Chiefs. I was like, how come nobody's looking yeah. at this guy? I, I mean, seriously, 
especially when you talk about how talented he was, uh, you know, his work ethic. You know, he seems like a guy that's always ready. He's always available. And he's always going to make a play, you know, so he's always stepping up big. So I think, you know, he will probably spin around a little bit more to, like you said, Ingram, uh, Zay Jones, and, and and Kurt. So, yeah, really well, probably won't have that many balls. So, yeah, you said 6, 6.5, something like that. Isn't that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's a pretty good bet. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on the on the, the rushes, right? You said running uh, over 40 yards. You said over 40? 20 and a half. So he has to get 21 for you to win. Okay, so I'm already thinking 40. So I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I thought he was going to do that. That in half. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, uh, watching the game last week, Jags and the Colts, uh, and I seen Richardson was more attacking them toward the outside. He was, he was kind of rushing. And so he was trying to get more out of the outside. Patrick is a little bit more uh, methodical in the way that he, when he's starting to run, he'll take it up the middle. We've seen that, right, in the, in the Super Bowl. He don't mind going up the middle for about 15, 20 yards. And so we know that probably one of the things they're going to do defensively against the Chiefs is, yeah, let's go ahead and rush four, drop seven. Kelsey, we probably try to double him up some way. And so that's going to open up a lot of different lanes for, for Patrick to get out and rush it. So 20 yards is going to be easy for him, uh, I think, in this game. Uh, and so I think Patrick, because of maybe the performance last week, uh, I think he's going to have a little bit more spark to do a little bit more, maybe with his legs. Uh, he's not going to put himself in harm's way, right? Because we know what happened to him last time. Though we don't want to even talk about that with the old leg deal. But yeah. I think he's going to be a little bit more um, cognizant of those things happening. So I definitely think he's he's definitely going to overshoot that the twenty point five yards, correct? Uh, and I'm trying to think what's the, what was the fourth bet? I'm, uh, uh, Sky Moore twenty five receiving yards. Okay, Sky Moore. That's the that's the one. That's the that's the number. <laughs> uh, but to be honest with you, uh, I tell you what, I think Sky Moore uh, realizes that. Okay, Kadarius Tony. They talking about him. MVS uh, asked where you know where 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 was he at during the game? How come we not getting Rasheed Rice and Justin Ross more involved in the game? I do believe Sky Moore is saying, "Look, this is my time for to make my debut." Okay. I need to do a little bit more out here on, in, in, uh, offensively to get open. So I think Scott Moore is going to have actually a big game in this. Um, and I think I, I talked to this last week uh, to Marcus about how a guy could be in his second year playing and he hasn't quite fit, hasn't been comfortable with what he's doing. And I think he's, he's the onus hadn't necessarily been on him. It's like, oh, you know, Scott Moore is kind of like an afterthought, right? It's always somebody else. Then Scott Moore comes in. Maybe he's the third guy coming in. Now Kelsey comes in. Now he's the fourth option. But I think Scott Moore is going to have a pretty a pretty big game this week. Uh, and I think right now, if he wants to become, you know, what we think he's going to be, this would be a great defense to do it against. This would be a great week, the second week, to be a guy that you can rely on, uh, especially during this game. So that's a good bet. I think, yeah, that I think Scott Moore, he'll definitely do that. Because of the Sky Moore thing, too. I mean, he three targets, zero catches last week, and then the over-under for him this week is three and a half, which seems – pretty high to make his over under more than the targets he got last week. So it's like they're, it sounds like they definitely want you to go under that. That's what I, which I kind of gravitated toward. Um, the last one was the over under for the actual game, uh, 50 and a half. Okay. So 50 and a half. So I, I have, I have actually at 59, I have it the highest scoring game right now. And I, I got the game being 31, 28 and the chiefs taking it 31, 28. I think it's going to be a shootout to be honest with you. And I think, you know, with the, the, the what you were talking about, like, uh, you know, Kirk getting a lot of catches, same thing with Sky Moore. 
I think it's going to kind of open up a little bit offensively for both teams. Okay. I said, I said this last week or this week, I, I, I'm, you know, days and weeks is all just running through me right now. <laughs> but to, to be honest with you, I said that Patrick Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence, I think to, in my estimation are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. That that's, that's where I'm at. And so I think I love Travis, Trevor Lawrence's, his, his talent. I think he's coming along on his own. Uh, and I think because we keep, you know, using Joe Burrow and then Josh Allen and everybody else, and he's another one that's kind of afterthought. Well, Trevor Lawrence, he's he's going to get there. But I, I think right now he's he's kind of – Sunshine's – he's ready. He's ready. Yes. He's, got, he's got some great weapons around him. He does. So, does. I, you know, I, I would say that probably, to be honest with you, as far as complete package with guys that you have, Jacksonville has it. You got star running back, you know, a, yep. a good tight end. And you got three wide receivers that are, are solid. Seriously. So uh I don't I don't know what any other team can boast that at this moment. Can you think of one? I mean, just look off your head, like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, really, like and, and I'm talking about all positions, right? I mean, Buffalo, you say, oh, you have this thing, right? You know, Cincinnati kind of has, you know, a couple guys here, maybe the running back, but then you know, where's the tight end? So I'm talking about just the whole, you know, yeah. the whole yeah, yeah, I think I think San Fran rivals that, but they're but they're a team everyone's talking about going uh, winning the uh, winning the Super Bowl or being in the Super Bowl yeah. in the NFC. Yeah, yeah, San Fran. Yeah, definitely. But definitely. I, I wouldn't put Purdy and Trevor Lawrence on the same level. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no. This, we got to pump our brakes a little bit on that one for sure. But, <laughs> yeah, I'd say yeah, San Fran's up there. I mean, Cincy, the weakest part of that is they got three yeah. good, awesome receivers, but uh, I think Irv Smiths are starting. Um, then so I'd go Ingram over him. So yeah, I mean Jacksonville has top like three weapons, I'd say, from 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 running back to tight end. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And I do think Tank Tank Bigsby is gonna be pretty solid too. A lot of people are, are buying his stock big time as far as the like the the kind of the, the smash to uh Etienne's dash between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. He got seven carries last week too. So yeah. Uh, he, he was one I was looking at as far as uh, when I was doing one, one of my profits. Um, but that's that's that was 25 to put 300. Yes, 25 to okay. So, um, uh, with my yeah, so, five, hold on, so that's so Taser asked me, so how much I had to put down? How much is it? It's 25 to, to win 25 to win 300. Okay, 25 to win 300. Okay, and then I double out. I got it. Right there now. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if JD likes my my, my five my parlay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's do a little face off. Yeah. 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 JD, you have to say at the end which one you think is going to hit between the two of them. I will. I will. <laughs> no, like some brotherly competition right here. Sure. Why not? <laughs> um. Okay. So my five. Um. I'll begin. So, Rafflegate. I got KC money line. I think. Um. Everyone. I think for the fact that we were a favorite on the road. Is begging people to take Jacksonville this week uh, to give Jacksonville the points, and I, and I'll, I'm doing money line. I'm just taking a straight up. I'm not I'm not dealing with the stre- the the, um, the spread. I'm not doing two. It started off at two and a half. Now it's three and a half in some sports books. Um, I'm just staying away from that. Just going to go with us winning money line. Um, I just think that the, with the way Jacksonville looked last week, and they're going back home. We're on the road. We look all frazzled last week. Uh, Chris Jones is just coming back. A couple of days of practice. Travis Kelsey coming back from the knee injury. It just seems too weird. I, I think a lot of the sharps are going to be leaning the um, uh, leaning the KC way in, in the betting public. I think right now it's kind of split down the middle. So there really is no lean here, even though the spread has, has jumped. Uh, but I go KC money line. 
Um, so then I go to Patrick Mahomes. So I did a little research today. So I went Patrick Mahomes heavy this week, uh, obviously. Um, so Sunday is this is a, so I'm going Patrick Mahomes over three passing touchdowns on Sunday. Um, someone brought up a stat earlier um, that Mahomes following a loss is 13 and three in his career. So following a loss, Mahomes is 13 and three. And I looked at those games. Mahomes in those games has a total of 4,467 yards passing, 42 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions in those games. Um, the, if you average that out, that's about two and a half touchdowns a game. Uh, and then the passing yards, there's about 279 uh, passing yards in those games. Um, one of those games was the, the Broncos uh, Thursday night game, uh, which he, he left early in that one. So, like, you, know, you didn't have a full body of work in that game, but nonetheless – uh, so I have three touchdowns passing in that game um, in, in the game on Sunday for his, uh, hitting the over for that. Um, I think that's I think that's almost a certainty because um, I looked at that as well. In the 16 games of the 13 and three, nine of the 16 games he threw three plus touchdowns. So mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, and then the passing, I also have 280. I have a, I have him getting over 288 yards passing. That one when I looked when I dived in a little bit to the 16 games. Um, he only eclipsed that six times of those 16 games. Um, so that's one more if you're really taking him to have a bounce back from what he from what it looked like on Thursday and the Travis Kelsey effect that he could, um, in theory, get over 288 passing yards in that one. Also, just to, just to, to throw a nice little cherry on top of that, Mahomes has only played – so Sunday is his birthday. Mahomes has only played in his birthday one other time, uh, and that was in 2016 uh, where he played La Tech – not really the Willie Rove school. It's not really uh, – it's not Jacksonville Jaguars by any means, but in that game he had 507 yards, um, total yards, and six touchdowns in a 59-45 to 45 win over La Tech. Take for what you will, but that's just a, a fun little nugget for him playing on his birthday. Um, and then uh, next I'll go for my fourth leg here. Um, I have uh, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, 13 receiving yards, having him over that. Um, last week he had four catches for 31 yards. Um if you just look at overall, uh, all throughout preseason, and obviously we're taking it because we're, tr- we're trying to get him more acclimated to the offense, he looked really good uh, catching the ball, which I was surprised. Didn't really catch much in college, so that was always something J.D. and I always said, like, oh, man, it's a good thing we have McKinnon because Pacheco, I don't know if he's much of a receiving back. He looked pretty good last week, and we were checking down an, all, uh, an awful lot. Um, if you look at the preseason, we were checking down a lot to CEH and a lot to McKinnon and a lot to our backs in preseason. I don't know if that's something we're adding more of this year, and I remember when um, Daenerys Prince was getting a lot of love, we were having him go, uh, running a lot of routes at the backfield. And then finally, when Pacheco came back, because he was running the, the ones for the first couple the first couple days of training camp, then when Pacheco came back, he was he was starting to get catch the ball a lot at, at, during training camp. So anyway, we get him involved as far as, I think, 13 yards receiving. I don't think it's asking for a lot. I think that, that that's one or two balls there. Um, and then, okay, so that's the fourth leg. I'm going to the fifth leg. I'm going with Travis Etienne over 52 yards rushing. Um, this one, I know Chris Jones is back, but Chris Jones, although he is a great defensive tackle, run stopping is not his MO. That's not his thing. He does it all, but that's not really his MO. So I don't think him coming back is really going to put a stop into um, uh, these offenses running the ball against us. Uh, it'll help for sure. Uh, DeMoss, 74 yards rushing last week, and Gibbs, uh, 42 yards rushing last week. Looking back to the last five games we've had, uh, going back to last year, I know it's week two. It's tough to kind of get a trend, a look at things. But so I'm looking at back at last year how we ended. Um, uh, five of the four running backs that we played 
or no, three of the four running backs we played um, ran for over uh, 58, uh, 58 yards rushing. If you go back to it, uh, Josh Jacobs was the only one who did not eclipse the, the 58 yard mark. Um, if you look back at the last four games, going back to last year's regular season. Um, and also looking at Travis at the end, um, going back to last year, uh, he's eclipsed 77, uh, 52 yards over the last uh, four of the last five t- times going back to last year's regular season. So this is over 52 yards, uh, 52 yards rushing for Travis Etienne here. Um, or sorry, 57 yards. Um, and then lastly, oh, that's, 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 my fifth one. that's my fifth one. And then that's 25 to win at $337. Hmm. So let me look at that again. Uh, KCM money line, uh, Patrick Mahomes over three passing touchdowns. Patrick Holmes over 288 yards passing, Pacheco over 13 yards receiving, and Travis Etienne over 57 yards rushing. 288, was that like the actual line, or did you alt that? I believe that was one of the alt lines that you could get it at. Okay. Um, okay. Obviously, depending on every sport book, people who are listening to this, they, they know. Uh, depending on the sport book, you can get that line down. On yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. Because I saw Mahomes at 300 listed. It uh, Where I was looking at it, it actually wasn't even that like it – w- it was 288 was minus – it's gone down now. It's 286 now. Uh, minus 182 at the time. Like okay, yeah. So, JD, what are your thoughts on uh, on that? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, those those are a little bit more difficult bets to make. And I'm looking at. I, I I'm just. I tell you what. I was I was talking to my buddies today. Uh, some of the guys I told you that that's on the text. When we you know we kind of we talk about these teams and. Uh, you know, we first game that we had your, your first bet with Casey and Jags and the money wise, uh, we were wondering who was going to be the first team to go 0 and 2. Okay, and that was between uh, Chiefs and Jags, Bengals and Raiders, Bills and Ravens. Okay, that and so we all just kind of made our thoughts of where we, you know, where we were at. And I said, Look, uh, I think uh, to be honest with you, I think it's going to be the Bills. Bills going to be the first one to go 0 and 2 of all the teams. I think they'll, yeah, with the Ravens. I, you know, J.K. Dobbins, obviously, with that that injury is going to be, you know, somewhat to help him. But I, I don't know what Josh Allen, he, he looks a little bit, I don't know. He just looked real uneasy. Uh, and so maybe he'll put it together. But I, I think they might be the first team. Uh, then, of course, you know, I think the Raiders and, and, and Cincinnati, the Bengals, I think Cincinnati will, will win against them. But definitely the, the road team, the road team being the Chiefs. I think we put this thing together. And uh, it's it's – it's beautiful to see uh, 95 and 87 back out there on the field. Okay. And I think that's going to be one of those things. They're going to be so amped to go out there to go play, to go make plays just for everybody. These are the leaders of the Chiefs besides PM15. And so we know these guys hated watching from their respective seats, wherever it might have been. Okay. They hated seeing it. Uh, but I do believe that it's a great bet for Kansas City to beat the Jags down there. I, I really do. Uh, for my estimation, uh, these guys are going to be ready. I think it's another one of those things with Reed and, and, and Peterson getting back together. I think Reed just got a, got the knife, right? He's like, I, you know, I'm just going to talk to my pedal wine a little bit. And like, hey, this, <laughs> your time's not quite yet there, right? You got to wait till I leave before we uh, before you decide to unseat the big dog. So I think that's that's a great bet with that one, okay? Uh, PM 15 with over three touchdowns. Okay. That's, uh, it's doable. I definitely believe it's doable. You know, three, I or, three or more. Sorry, JD. Three, three or more. Right? Okay. Three, three, three or more yeah. touchdowns, right? Three, three or more, more touchdowns. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and I said, 
it's going to be a shootout. And I, I really truly believe that. And I think Patrick is going to get his, you know, he's, he's got his, his favorite weapon back in, in, in Travis Kelsey. And no doubt about it, these young guys are going to step up as well as they need to. Okay. They, they got something to prove. And so I think Patrick's going to definitely get over three or more touchdowns this week passing the ball. And I think Pacheco's probably going to run one in, uh, kind of get him going as well. So I think it's a pretty safe bet that one, you know, three or more touchdowns. Uh, absolutely. The passing yards, 280. Now, this is what you were talking about, the birthday, right? The the, the birthday uh, birthday game you had against La Tech uh, a long time ago. Totally different thing. Totally different animal. Uh, no doubt with the Jags. Uh I, I I do think he's able to get the the uh, 280 yards. I really do. That's I think he's ready. Like I said, it's going to be a shootout. So based off what I'm saying, being a shootout, 280 yards is definitely doable. I think he'll 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 eclipse that uh, without a doubt. So I think it's a good bet. Uh, I really do. Uh, not a problem there. Uh, the Pacheco 13 receiving yards. I think it's pretty easy. Get a screen or something there, you know, gets up the field, you know, runs out. He'll, he'll, at that, I think it's going to be pretty easy for him to get over 13 yards uh, receiving on that. You know, a little arrow route against, you know, a linebacker, you know, maybe catching something in the flat. Yeah, 13 yards is, I mean, you could fall for at least eight just leaning, catching the football. <laughs> so I think 13, he, he can definitely do that. Uh, now, at the end with the, the yards, okay, now this is the one I'm like, I know you made the case against Chris, okay? But I believe Spags knowingly saying they're going to try to run the ball down our throats. I mean, that, to me, I think that's their best bet. Uh, our strength is going to be with our, our our corners and our safeties in the passing game. Uh, we got to go ahead and get after uh, the football, and so we're going to become a pressure. We're going to bring pressure all the time. So it's not going to be something easy. We're constantly bringing pressure. I think Spags is going to bring pressure all the time. So Etienne, I don't think it's going to, you know, start getting loose on us at all. Uh, you know, they may try to establish something probably before the half and toward the end of the game. Uh, but this, like I said, when it comes to the point where shooting, you know, a shootout, you'll be pushing the ball down the field. Uh, they may give a couple, you know, carries to Etienne. I just don't see him having over, what do you, 58 yards? Yeah, uh, 57. 57, yeah, yeah, 57 yeah. yards. That, that's the tough one for me. And, you you know, you brought up Tank, and I think Tank is one of those guys that's going to be complimentary that he might take a couple of those away from Etienne, okay? Uh, so Etienne is a good – you know, he's a good back. He catches the ball out of the backfield too. I mean, he, you know, he's he's got a lot of talent uh, to do a lot of different things. But I, I I think Etienne trying to get the 57 yards is going to be a little tough. It's going to be a little tough. Uh, but, hey, man, we, we, we don't know. We don't know. So uh, – that's uh that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking at. And go ahead, Tasia. I was just gonna say um ATN went over that once and then he went under that once because we played him twice last year. He had 62 yeah. against us one time and then 45 in the other one. Okay. Right. So was it the 45? Was that the uh the playoff game? 45 was the regular season game. Okay, all right. I mean, 10 he only had 10 carries for 62 in the playoff game. Good game. And then eleven for forty-five, the other time. So they really didn't commit to running yeah. them. And it seems like they're they're I mean, based on one game sample size, right? But he had eighteen right. carries last week. I mean, that's. I mean, I think that no. that would have been, been up the tops for him last year. I think because he wasn't getting the ball that much beginning of the season. They were kind of going hard with Robinson. Yeah, he only went over eighteen um, four times last year during the season. 
Wow. Five, you can you count the playoffs. He uh, uh in, in watching the game, he kind of he kind of wiggled out a couple of tackles to kind of get those yards too. That was the thing about it. It was just kind of bad tackling on the coach part, uh, not getting him down on the on the ground. So there was a couple of times they kind of stuffed him a little bit. You know, he was kind of in the pile, and then all of a sudden he breaks out. So that's the thing that's going to be key for these guys to wrap up against a, a guy like Etienne. No doubt about it. And uh, I think, you know, Spags have these guys kind of humming. I think it'll have a humming, especially for this game. So, and I think it, I think something has to be said about this too. I know everybody was kind of making a point about holding uh, Detroit to 14 points, okay? And, of course, when you have, you know, those guys as talented as running backs as you have up there, uh, I think it's going to be another challenge, right? And now having Chris inside, I don't think Chris is just going to give up. Matter of fact, if anything, <laughs> man, maybe he'll be in out a little bit of shape. <laughs> he'll decide to stay out of line and scrimmage and take double teams and not move anywhere, okay? Maybe he's not getting up the field as much. So maybe maybe he'll take a little bit off as far as, uh, you know, with the uh, with the push up the middle. So maybe he's doing a little bit more of that, trying to anchor a little bit more on the defense side. Uh, and, uh, you know, his his pass rushing legs ain't quite there just quite yet, okay? The first thing you try to get back in camp is somebody pushing against you. That's the first thing you try to do. Uh, and so it's – uh, I, yeah, that's, that's going to be hard for Etienne to get, you know, so that's but what I think. What do you make – because I've seen some people talk about our kind of tackling last week because, I mean, Gibbs was supposed to be known for a guy who was going to be a smaller, slighter guy who's not going to be able to break tackles to the next level. I don't know if that's just what he's going to be at this next level, but he made our some of the tackles last week. He was he was kind of throwing our throwing guys off him, and I thought he was going to have a hard time with that. And Montgomery's a big back, so I knew that was going to be no problem yeah. for him. But Gibbs surprised me how how physical he was running last week, and I don't know if it was our guys not being able to wrap up. I know Sneed missed a few tackles last week. Yeah, so so Sneed, I mean, he, coming back, man, he's still rusty, but I think a couple of it was poor tackling. He he, he was another one who kind of spun out of one right and got up the sideline. Uh, and, and other than that, I don't think he had anything that was was really spectacular. I, I just don't. I thought he had, you know, the thing is, I got him on fantasy. That's why I was like, how was he? <laughs> he, really, he didn't really do too much, uh, you know. But it it it'll take some time to get acclimated into the into the to the league doing it. You know what he can do. Uh, but you know, Etienne is is without a doubt a, a, a guy that is you know you got to make sure and account for him. But I think a lot of it had to do with. Spags bringing that pressure. I think it a lot of it had to do with this, you know, fitting up, getting to the gaps, uh, make sure nobody gets on the outside of you. And Etienne does a good job of bouncing it outside, running off tackle a little bit. Uh, so, you know, I, I think uh, Spags understands that, and I think that's what you have to do with with a team like Jacksonville. You got to put pressure on these guys. You have to. You can't let Trevor Lawrence back there use his feet and sit back and pat the ball. So I think Spags is going to bring the the whole kitchen sink to him again this week. Why not? Why not? Yeah. So other two, JD, you think Tejas is more doable than than mine? So out of the two, I think Tejas is a much safer side of betting uh, than yours, Marcus. Not saying that yours is bad. I just think if I had to put my money on, you know, the the ones I'm putting my money on. Uh, I'm had to go with Tasia, but what I will do, I'm gonna put my money on both of them. How about that? So I, I just <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I, yeah, I like, no, I like, I do like Tasia's a little bit more. I think Tasia's, uh, you know, 
Yeah, that's that, that makes sense, JD. I, I usually play with fire more so than Tage when it comes to yeah, I'm more I'm more of a safe, a safe better. <laughs> okay, okay. A safe gambler if you can be that, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was surprised you went receiving with Pacheco. I thought you were gonna go. I was very close to going carries with Pacheco. I didn't um, even I didn't even see his carries one. So okay, so if someone has like hundreds of thousands of throw down on a bet, that's like definitely gonna hit. Eight plus carries is minus 260. Since he took over rushing for the Chiefs, which is against Jacksonville, by the way, was his first breakout game last year, hasn't had less than eight once. It's eight, really? it's, over eight it's over under eight and a half. No, no, well, the actual line's 11 and a half. But I'm saying if you want like a no questions asked, he hasn't gone below this number once since he's had the job, eight or more carries is minus 260. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, obviously, you would, you know, you put a lot on that to make that worth your while. But if you're one of those people that just have the, the cash to burn, you want to just throw like a couple stacks on a bet and just get some money back on it. That, I mean, again, like he's gotten eight twice since then, but nothing below that. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's going to be his what second full game back. And what he had, he had eight, seven or seven last eight. week or eight? Eight. Eight. Yeah, the last week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how's he? You know, because I, I didn't see him on the injury report either. And that was another thing. You know, I don't, I don't know. He had like a little ding and kind of, you know, making sure it wasn't nothing that that was lingering for him into this game. And they were thinking like, ah, you know what? Maybe we want to be able to use. I, you know, I, I love seeing McKinnon. I, McKinnon is one of those guys that I, I love. Like, look, you got to use a guy that's you know, it's a slasher, very crafty of getting around guys. A veteran presence, what he, you know, the things he can do against the Jacksonville defense. I mean, he's seen it all, and so I, I like kind of leaning on him. If Pacheco's not getting the hard yards for you, right? And so, uh, but no, that, that's that's a pretty good bet. I thought we were going to see McKinnon more last week. To be honest, with I, you. I was surprised by that. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. And Pacheco got um, Jacksonville pretty good both times last year. Sixteen for eighty-two the first game, twelve for ninety-five the second game. So, yeah. JD, were you surprised? Just talking about because I me, mean, I had uh, Pacheco's receiving yards over thirteen um, or thirteen plus. Were you? Are you surprised by his receiving ability? Because like that's something we talked about when we drafted him. It was like okay, he didn't really do that much in uh, Rutgers. They didn't really throw the ball out of the backfield a lot. And then you know we had we had McKinnon in this offseason. We brought in Prince to be that pass catcher, and obviously he's on practice squad now. But like, are you surprised to see how? And he looks. I mean, he looks good ca- catching the ball too. It's like it's like fluid. I mean, what do you? What, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, are you surprised by his uh, receiving ability? No, not at all. I, I think it's more so just kind of your offensive scheme. You know, it depends on who your coordinator is, you know, what his philosophy is, you know, as far as like with the ball, what you, you, what you want to do with it. Pacheco's a guy that can, can run the football a lot. So why not go ahead and hand the ball off to him, right, to get up the, you know, you know, get off tackle. So I don't, I don't think that's what it was at all. Uh, so he was just one of those, like, he's, he's, your, he's your workhorse, right? He's just going to hand the ball off to him, let him run. 30, 40, 50 times, okay? And that's what he was good at doing at Rutgers. Uh, so I don't think it had anything to do with – he couldn't catch the football. It was just more so the offensive scheme they had. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Mike, I, I see you commenting there. Yeah, I, I guess my, my bet does indicate more of a, a blowout than uh, – well, not a blowout, but a, a high-scoring Chiefs uh, game, I guess. True, true, true. But, I mean, you definitely want Marks to win – Unless you yeah. take my bets, then you want my me to win the competition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But you know, I, I, look, I, everything I, that I said was was great on Marcus's half was, you know, what I was saying about being a shootout. It's going to be, you know, you're going to get a lot of yards from the offensive side of the ball, right? Kansas City is yeah. going to win. PM 15 over three touchdowns passing, you know, 28 yards passing on. I, I, I do believe that. Uh, 13 yards for Pacheco and more. Absolutely. Only one I had was the Etienne is the one I think is going to be a little touchy for me, you know, just kind of looking at it. So. So if you like, essentially, so if you guys like my bet, just do the four, the first four, and then don't scrap the uh, the ATM, uh, the ATM rusher. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Exchange that for Pacheco carries. It, it is interesting though, because I'm looking at it now on DraftKings, different. I you know just I always try to look at different betting uh, apps, but um, for Mahomes to throw over two and a half to so three touchdowns plus, it's plus one twenty four, which is a lot of juice for for that. It's like well, I don't three touchdowns. But I mean. I think we I think we went over that uh, the, the numbers suggest that this is what he does after a loss. I know I, I hear you, but it's still three touchdowns in a very sloppy week one of the NFL, where a lot of teams did not look like they were ready to go full on like shootout mode. I mean, hopefully this week's different, but last night's second half would indicate so. At least, at least on the Minnesota end. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I, I, if you guys, I'll, what I'll do is I'll post my my uh, my betting slip. So if you guys want to tail that, go for it. Well, I'll, I'll post that on uh, on Twitter and on our uh, our YouTube um, uh, post page. I'll be able to post that, um, and I'll post Tages as well. Tages, send me send me the, the bet slips, and I'll I'll post uh, post both of them. I will. All right, guys. Well, we it was great to have this show. I, you know, it's a, a different kind of show for us, but I, I love being able to decipher the fantasy aspect and the betting aspect with a player's perspective and to be able to like look at this and tell us what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. It's, it's amazing. You got, you got, you got, these, you got these schmoes on uh, on TV who don't know, don't know a lick about ball. And they're saying, Oh, you need to do this. Yeah. You know, four catches here, four catches there. And like, you get JD telling us the, the, the real analysis there. So I, I love that. Awesome. Yeah. I, hey, look, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it that is, you know, sometimes the bets, Cause I'm looking at, I'm like, that. did they read my mind? They, they already know like where I'm sitting at on some of these things. That's why Vegas is so good, right? With the numbers, they really are. Uh, just kind of putting these things out. But uh, yeah, man, uh, this is this is gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a great game on on, on Sunday. Great game on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, it's probably the game of the week. Uh, and I'll say that it's, it's the highest scoring game of the week as far as uh, the, their point total. And I just think it's interesting that, it, that it's a one o'clock game. I mean, I, I think this we have a lot of prime time games. I. This should be one of the primetime games. I, I, I know – I don't understand. It was the playoff game last year, and it just there's, there's a lot of stars in this game. I don't know. It's, it's interesting that um, it wasn't the primetime game. Especially if you want to build up Lawrence to become one of the, the faces. True. Yeah. It would have been a yeah. good opportunity to do that. But Well, but Tasia, this is what I was talking about. That's, I think that's where everybody's kind of – you know, Lawrence is the afterthought, right? They're waiting for him to come a little bit. I, I think he's, he's right up there with them. I, I really do. I think he's right up there with Herbert, Burrow, you know, and, and Allen, I really do. So. Yeah, I know what, I mean, for the NFL, it's a good problem to have, right? They have a bunch of guys that can be the faces of the league, but you know, we have the face of the league. Right. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. That's for sure. All right, guys. Uh, Again, so that'll do it for the cash and props with Dunn and Dash. The first ever episode of this will be doing this every Friday um, for the rest of the season. Um, and again, uh, for those of you guys who are listening, uh, go to the Picket app. That's P-I-K-K-I-T. 
Use promo code Chiefs. You either get $3 or $100 if you link your betting account to pick it. Um, and then, yeah, you'll get Venmo or PayPal, whatever you prefer to get through three bucks or $100. Um, I, when I signed up, I got three bucks, but maybe you'll be the lucky $100 winner. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see you guys post game after the game on uh, Sunday. Yep. Good. Definitely, man. I'm gonna go see some good high school football right now. Time nice. to some things. Yeah. Yeah. My my, so, my nephew has a bye week, JD. So I, I'm, I'm well, all. <laughs> I, I have when my son played is is literally half a mile down the street, so I can hear him cheering right now. So I'm I'm ahead oh, of Go check some things out. Enjoy that. Good luck. All right. Appreciate all right. it. Right. JD, love you, brother. Love you too. All right, Tasia. Good seeing you, brother. All right. You too, man. See you on Sunday. Yes, sir. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.